Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome <laughs> on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is uh, directly across from me. And uh, Rob Satter's on the other side of the glass. Nope. Lied about that. Lynn Hall's over there. <laughs> She's waving. Looking good. <laughs> and Lynn Hall's our fabulous producer today, so we appreciate that. And uh, she takes good care of us, fires up the bumper music, answers the calls. So put Isn't her- it nice that all these people fight for the honor to produce our program? I know. <laughs> they do. They all have to take turns. <laughs> I feel bad. You know, I just wish they were. Would you be interested in doing a Saturday on the mark? Because they want to do. They want the, to come back in on They Saturday. want to do the production of it. So. So right. I told him I, I if Joe would they would and if you would uh, we will but uh, so far not yet. No, but, I don't think that's about to happen. Okay, so but Joe McGranahan here or extremely retirement and holiday shortened week just three days. Uh, we can talk about the things in the going on in the news. Highland Park, Illinois, the police place we had a uh, criminal shooter uh, unleash on a crowd. So that's kind of in the news. Philadelphia, two officers shot at the activity that was the fireworks so one of the fireworks displays and what is it Jalen Walker the individual shot I believe Ohio running from police unarmed but he had been involved in a high-speed chase and uh, a a gun was fired from his car earlier so uh, police had probable cause that he could be dangerous so these kinds of things have been in the news of course we've been at the semi-quincentennial on the 4th of July yesterday just a fabulous day for the proclamation from the mayor Josh Broch is really growing into the uh, job of mayor and the police chief and fire chief just a wonderful series of remarks Uh, we have some of them posted at WKOK.com in our newscast Category. And uh, the entire thing, thanks to Karina Carr, is on our Facebook page, the Semi-Quincentennial Activities, and just a crazy good parade uh, on uh, yesterday as well. And, of course, now Pine Knotter Days and Sunbury Celebration is coming up, so we got a lot going on around here. And uh, so that's great stuff that uh, folks can talk about. Talked a little bit about the fiber dam there on schedule, but another pickle pops up in that, that we don't have quite enough river flow to inflate the dam midsummer because he can only block a certain amount of water that's going downstream. So that issue that uh, is an issue from time to time uh, has popped back up. Uh, they can only, I think, draw, oh. I think it's 10% of the river at any given it time. It ain't a, ain't a lot. Nope. Right. So, uh, All right. Well, anyway, so these are brought th- some all of the, the bad stuff the out. What about the good stuff today? Good stuff? Well, I mentioned... We had a 4th of July. We celebrated America's independence. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that exciting? Yeah. And then you had people like 
Michael Moore saying he's going to give up part of his citizenship. Is he really? And we Why? have all these wonderful Hollywood entertainers who gave the fourth the finger. I was just oh, really that impressed a trend? by that. Okay, yes. I heard about one individual, Jessica Chastain. Chastain, right? She gave it a double finger. So, oh, did really, you? Yes, she did. And that's I'm certainly going to make it a Supreme point Court. to see everything she ever does from now on. <laughs> well, I think people are fed up. Uh, and uh, I saw fed something in the news you would with like. With the country? Fed I, up with the country? I'm surprised you didn't find this. You know how when people change history or change wording to be political, uh, politically correct in Texas. Now, this is the latest. You'll appreciate this. I've heard it. They're changing the name of slavery. Right. They want to <laughs> get rid of slavery. It says uh, from Houston, Texas, uh, Texas education officials are considering a change in the way slavery is taught to second graders, replacing the word slavery with involuntary relocation instead. <laughs> <laughs> the Texas Education Agency, which is responsible for setting curricula and statewide student assessment testing, has multiple work groups that draft curricula for each subject and grade. When the agency presented the idea to use involuntary relocation in a recent state board of education meeting, the board, a board member, Alicia Davis, said she was not okay with that at all. Alicia, Nobody shared, in their right mind should be okay with that. I think they should right. involuntarily relocate the rest of that group. Well, Joe, now, <laughs> see, now this... This, this you would agree with on this topic. Well, slavery it, is slavery. It was a horrible institution, and you can't minimize it by changing its name. Well, apparently, Joe, and this, I, like I said, you'll agree with this, slavery has a negative connotation. Well, it does, yes. <laughs> and it was perpetrated by people here in this country. Well, they don't want the white kids in the class to feel bad. Is that the is that the stated purpose? Right. Really? Yes. They, we don't want the white kids to feel. They want it. to redo the second grade social studies standards from a review committee that included one section uh, that would scare kids. They felt enslaved peoples of Pennsylvania. Quote: While the proposed standards clearly describe enslaved peoples in colonial time, the draft description involuntary relocation for African peoples who were sold into slavery did not paint a clear or full picture. She said, uh, as a result, uh, the board voted unanimously to send the language back to be reworked. So it doesn't look like that full title yet. Well, I'm glad to see that the stupid stuff isn't just coming from the left. I like it to be right, well yeah, balanced. Now Republican. we have stupid stuff coming from the right. Well, I think being stupid in an elected or appointed job is human nature. It's not really Republican or Democrat. We talked about cancel culture, which is more Republican than Democrat, but this is a perfect example Oh, I wouldn't say that. The Democrats are trying to cancel Martin's potato rolls, which are delicious rolls made in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. Well, that's not an official Democratic policy. Well, they're trying that's to... That's individual. They're stopping, trying to... Well, it's cancel culture. But Doesn't did you matter. hear what Martin said last week, that their, their, their demand is up because of Republican pushback to that? And all of this because Doug Mastriano receives some campaign contributions from... from the owner of the company, the, the president owner of the, the company. company. Right. Well, not a little bit, lots, hundreds of thousands yeah, of lot dollars, of, I lot think. Of money. And... Um, so folks said, okay, we'll boycott Martins. Well, then Mastriano supporters, which is about a third of the state, said, oh, scratch that. We're going to buy double, and we'll only buy those and not other well, brands. Well, not only that, but I give him a lot of credit. Josh Shapiro, the attorney general and the Democratic candidate for governor, said it was wrong to try to boycott their roles just because of their political contributions. Yeah, you always said that. Yeah, he, it's wrong. Keep I'm, I'm these, sorry. Keep separate business from business. All right. So these are some of the topics of the day. We 
We'd love to hear you on the from you on the local, state, or national topics. One eight hundred. Or we'll involuntarily relocate you <laughs> to another topic. <laughs> to another topic. Right. We'll, we'll talk about uh, uh, whatever. All right, Stan. Thank you for waiting through the opening diatribe. You are on the mark. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so involuntarily involuntarily relocated is a new term for slavery? Well, the full description is involuntary relocation of African peoples who were sold into slavery. Who were sold into slavery. (laughs) So they still get the slavery word in there, but they don't just call it slavery. Okay, well, technically that would be correct. correct? Oh, yeah, it isn't wrong. Okay, Okay. now, now, I guess that would be similar to what the lefties do with uh, undocumented immigrants coming across our border illegally, correct? I think it's it's part and parcel of any time you try to dumb down a truth to make it sound a little bit more palatable. Well, we involuntarily relocated a number of loyal Japanese-American citizens at the start of World War II. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, the, the left did that, too. So, anyways, that's not why I called. Uh, so, we have a shooting in, uh, what was it, the... Uh, Highland Park, uh, Illinois. Highland Park, yes, in Illinois. You know, that's a suburb of Detroit, I mean, uh, Chicago, correct? That's correct. Uh, yep, yep, absolutely. And, and they arrested a guy that's a 22-year-old guy that, uh, from everything I've seen, he's not exactly what you call a red hat-wearing MAGA guy, right? Doesn't appear to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. he, he would be an antar- anarchist that has probably been fed this book diatribe from the left that the country's not great and you know why not shoot up a fourth of july parade you know an independence day parade because you know these people are celebrating an illegitimate terrible country can we think can can we go there well you don't know that that's what what motivated him he had a lot of violent stuff on his Facebook page that they uh, stick figures, uh, something, uh, one of them included apparently him on the ground bleeding, saying it was my destiny, I should just go ahead and do this. I mean, it's hard for me to ascertain what his political motivation, if any, may have been, but it doesn't appear to have been influenced by people on the left encouraging him to hate the country. It's not the feel-good Facebook page illustration. No, are, are, are we sure about that, Joe? Because, you know, if it had been some Somebody on the right, that's exactly what they would have said, correct? So I can go there with that. Okay. You know, I, I, I can accept that, that that's what they said, because they've been spreading it. You know, you talked about Michael Moore basically giving a double-barreled middle finger to the, the country and saying he's going to renounce what? Part of his citizenship? Is that what you said earlier? Yes, part of his He said he cannot <laughs> fully enjoy all the benefits of his citizenship. How do, you, how do you renounce part of your citizenship? <laughs> well, how do, bad, I renou- how do I renounce part. all of Michael Moore? I'd be happy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and there were some other people there who were saying they were going to renounce their citizenship. That's fine. Let them renounce. Once they renounce their citizenship, then they should be removed from the country because they're here illegally, correct? Well, he's, not, renounce, he's not renouncing all of it. Or okay to be here. Stan, he's not renouncing all of it. <laughs> oh, oh, only the parts that he doesn't like. Only the Supreme like, Court uh, parts. Like, what parts doesn't he like? That he, he doesn't make like millions Ro- putting garbage out on, on the airwaves? He doesn't like Roe versus Wade being overturned. Oh, so he likes to kill babies. I understand now. <laughs> he, he's a murdering scumbag. So he, he thinks that everybody should be able to just go out and kill babies. That's what he's saying. Now I know people say, well, we're not killing babies, we're just killing a few, you know, in uh, cells that are blob of cells, blah, blah, blah. No, they're killing babies. Because that blob of cells will develop into a baby. That's how life works. 
That's true. <laughs> they do. So, do. I mean, yeah. It's I, not going to become know, a and, and more, he's probably a little unhappy with the New York uh, decision against New York and their concealed carry permit system, too. So that's another thing. But, you know, of course people can, uh, you know, practice their uh, rights in this country, except for the rights that he agrees with. That's how this system works when it comes to Michael Moore and a bunch of lefties. Well, you're being awfully harsh, I think. You know, there are a lot of people who who disagree with Roe versus Wade. My problem isn't that they disagree with it. It's that they don't accept the fundamental theory that the United States Supreme Court doesn't make laws. They just interpret the Constitution. They say, does the Constitution permit this? Can, it be, can this right be extended to people under the Constitution? If so, they do it. If the government wants to change something, instead of blaming the Supreme Court, they ought to get the political nerve together to actually put forth an amendment to the Constitution or enact a law that achieves what they want to achieve. And you'll be glad to know that uh, AP's reporting on a story called Impeach Clarence Thomas? Yeah, question mark. Right. Well, if things keep trending the way they are, more than a million people have signed a petition online <laughs> that requests the impeachment of Clarence Thomas. The petition posted on moveon.org uh, was passed ah. 907,000 signatures as of Saturday. The right wing's U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last week, effectively taking away the right to privacy and bodily autonomy that's been considered a legal precedent for the past 50 years. The petition reads, the Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who sided with the majority in overturning Roe, made it clear what's next to overturn high court rulings that establish gay rights and contraceptive he did not, he rights. He said he, they ought to be looked at again, he did, and he's one justice. With the same he didn't lens. say they all ought to be overturned. You know, that's what I like about the left. You just you, Everybody accused as me of going to the extreme. They go to the extreme. None of these things are being seriously proposed or considered. Well, I'm sure that's well, not true either. I'm sure in various states they're saying, okay, well, let's outlaw these things and get it past the court. That's how it works. This is a dog whistle to the states, to 50 states, oh, to get your, there goes the dog get, whistle yep, again. get your laws ready because we'll approve oh. them. If, you're not going to have this kind of court for too long. So, All right, Stan, go ahead and wrap up. We'll move on. Well, I mean, as far as Roe v. Wade, I mean, the states are going to do what the states are going to do. California is still going to try and institute uh, post-birth post, uh, abortions, and New York State might, too. So I don't want to hear anything from them as far as gun control or anything else when they're willing to kill a baby after it's been born. So you all have a great day. Enjoy your pine, pine nodder day today, Mark. Well, I guess <laughs> it's you. all week, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yes, I understand they're putting Mark in charge of it. He's going to be called the knothead. <laughs> oh. Not <laughs> <laughs> well, the Sunbury thing's all week, too, correct? Yeah. Uh, well, just uh, today, tomorrow, and Thursday, and then Thursday night, Friday, and Saturday are Sunbury celebration. Okay. Competing competing uh, celebrations across the river. That would be exciting. Well, they were both <laughs> packed yesterday, so there must be enough people. Thank you, sir. Uh, all right. Have a good one. Thanks. Appreciate Bye. that. Yeah, a big crowd of pine nodders and a big crowd of celebrations. So I guess we have enough people. To, sh to split between the towns. Well, I'm glad to hear it. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, we started out talking about the Highland Park shooting. Uh, we got, uh, maybe we can discuss this. We certainly do have a big political division in the U.S. right now that's getting worse instead of better. Um, you know, what What will be the symptoms of that? Is that shooting yesterday a symptom of this division? Uh, one of our good listeners yesterday that was speaking at the podium made reference to the 
the fact that shortly after the Gulf War, uh, we, no, never mind, scratch that. That was Mr. McCausland who contacted us. Right. Said we ought to get back to that yellow ribbon on every tree mentality that we had during the Gulf War. 1-800-795-9565. We'll talk about this and other topics. It's an open phones Tuesday on Joe's three-day retirement and holiday-shortened week. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones. More on USC and UCLA to the Big Ten today, 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. Lynn Hall's on the other side of the glass. Much appreciated. She's one of our great announcers here and uh, copy department queen and a wide range of other important jobs. An email from John who says, I don't know much about the dual citizenship that Michael Moore is interested in. Perhaps you could invite Dr. Oz on the show to explain it. No, he's not interested in dual citizenship as I read the story this morning. and Maybe I read it wrong. He's interested in not being fully a United States state citizen. <laughs> wants to relinquish. But, but no, he said he doesn't feel like he's a fully a citizen because some of his rights are being taken away. But you he know, doesn't get abortion, so maybe, uh, I mean, he does not receive them, so I'm not sure why Roe v. Wade would impact him directly. Well, I mean, look at the look at the behavior of some of these people. Pink, uh, who I, whose music I've never heard, doesn't want anybody who believes in uh, the right to life to like her, listen to her music anymore. She used an exploit <laughs> And urging their it. avoidance of it. Well, I will find it very easy to avoid her music because I'd never heard her music. Right, but you don't like boycotts, but other people are fed up and just, they, they only have so many platforms, and so but they want to use it. But that is what this country is about. So why they do you disdain Pink so much when she tells people not to listen to her music? You just Because said, it's stupid. <laughs> gotcha. Why, 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 isn't that cutting so, off your own nose to spite right, your face? Smart, doesn't she make left, money? stupid. Listen, doesn't she make money by having people listen to her music? Isn't that the whole goal of making it? Joe, I put you in charge of gluing us back together as a nation. You're fired. <laughs> no, I, I don't think we can be glued back together. I think we have to learn to accept the fact that there are going to be differences in this right. country, and some of them may not be easily resolved or resolvable at all. Well, if the other side is stupid, I see us still having some distance to go. We fought a civil war over the fact that people couldn't get along, and that didn't work out well for anybody. Well, that was... The, the civil war was about involuntary relocation of Africans, and that's, that's all true. it was about. And you know that. Lance, go Unless you buy the lost cause theory. Okay, Lance, you're on the mark. Hey there, guys. I hope everybody had a really fine and uh, wonderful holiday weekend. Yep. Yeah, it was a friend of mine. uh, He said, where are you going? He said, I'm taking the kids out to the forest. 
you know, like that commercial. <laughs> so, the forest. So, any, yeah. So, said he was going out there that Allegheny National Forest. I mean, today I said, how'd it go? And he said, well, except for getting parked out there, it was pretty good. <laughs> getting oh, hard to find the parking space. It's yeah. funny, yesterday there was Chicago State Park Marina was empty. Wow. I guess everybody was at the uh, 4th of July celebrations elsewhere. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, what I really called about was uh, how slavery and uh, abortion is really starting out the same way. A state's rights issue that then morphed into those human beings that were being enslaved were really human beings and required them to have the uh, same rights as everybody else, you know. And uh, this is the way I think abortion is going to have to go. I really do. Because Roe was decided wrong. It wasn't that uh, states' rights. What it was all about was, at this particular time in man's understanding, I think that's the way Blackman put it, we don't know what's really in that womb, whether it's alive or not. Well, now we have stereo ultrasound, and you can look and you can see exactly what's going on in there, which is the same thing that's going on inside a mom is going on inside of that little bugger in the womb. So it's going to go that way, I hope. Uh, now, uh, we had talked about that there have been as many black babies aborted since Roe v. Wade than what there were blacks in 1960. Well, it's really true because 36% of all abortions are black, right? And the 63 million, well, that comes down to, you know, there. And there were 20 million blacks in 1960, so it's more than surpassed. And that was the uh, original idea. I mean, uh, Planned Parenthood has got uh, their centers in black areas, that's for sure, and they're really cranking them out. So, boy, if I, I was a uh, KKK member, I think maybe I'd be donating to Planned Parenthood. But you have to realize that nobody is forcing black women into getting an abortion. It's not like the involuntary relocation of a fetus. It's a decision they make to have an abortion. It's their choice. It has been their choice. Now it isn't their choice. I think it most certainly is an involuntary relocation of a fetus. It is. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's exactly what it is. But, yeah, but that, no that's one's forcing the, them. In other words, you're saying that there's some nefarious purpose behind this. The purpose is that a woman chose to have an abortion, right. and she was legally allowed to do it. It's her privacy. The fact that she was black should be immaterial to the, the to the issue. You know, we don't, we're barely qualified to speak on this. It was funny, on our Facebook page over the weekend, we ran a story. Bucknell University did a, a poll. Professor Ellis super oversaw it, and that showed that uh, people would support... Uh, men having to pay child support from the moment of conception on. So I thought, oh, the pro-life crowd is going to love this, and sure enough, somebody commented. So, okay, so a woman can choose to kill it if she wishes to, but a man has to pay for it if she chooses not. Uh Uh-huh. 
you know so what yeah. what is it that uh, but you know women have this right to privacy and that's the fantastic thing that they're they're fighting hard for this opportunity to choose er- early right? on in a pregnancy why is it a right to privacy I, i'm afraid well I'm i just think whatever's happening in your womb is up to you joe i'm not going to ask you you know anything uh, you know how's you, any personal questions about your gallbladder on the air anyway but nobody's nobody's it's nobody's business. nobody's suggesting that abortion be permitted under the condition that the woman uh, bear her soul about everything she's ever done so i don't see no. it's a right to privacy issue i think it's it certainly is a right of uh, your personal choice if that's what you want to call it but i don't see it as a privacy issue no i don't know whether you're killing a human being i don't know if you want to keep that private well, if you if you put a stigma to it, yeah, I would think that some people would want to keep it private, Lance. Yeah, because of folks like you and, and other pro-life uh, good spokespeople. I mean, what do you do? If, let's suppose you knew someone in your family that had an abortion. How would you treat them? Well. With grace, I'll uh, bet. I know Lance. Well, in, in the long run, yes, I would treat them with grace. And, and finally, when it finally came down to it, yes, I would. I wouldn't wouldn't like it very much, but I would. Well, I mean, that's that's the the condition we're in. I mean, I had this discussion with my son yesterday, and he's on one partially on one side of the issue. I'm partially on the other side. But I said I don't think that we're ever going to arrive at a compromise on this issue. You You've know, said that before. I've said show. it before, and I believe it. How are we ever going to compromise this? Half the country, or whatever percentage, believes that abortion is murder, and the other half believes it's a woman's right to decide what to do with her body. It seems to me that the irresistible force and the immovable object are mm-hmm. banging head to head. All right, it Lance. sounds like about 1863, doesn't it? But the difference is, <laughs> the difference is, do we let it split us apart as a country, as people, or do we yeah. accept the fact that there are other people who are going to have a different opinion, and that if they can gain the majority in their Supreme Court or in their state or in the federal government, that that's the side that's going to prevail. That's what we sign up for when we have a republic, a constitutional republic, which is exactly what we are here. But abortion isn't just a matter of privacy. It, it, there, it, many people feel and the reason that this will never resolve one one of the reasons that you that you describe is because there's a victim if you feel sure. that the the baby from the moment of conception uh, like this 10 year old child sure. that's being forced to have a, to carry a child to term after a rape uh, she's a victim yes but there's no reason to have another victim folks are saying well that's a good point mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. all right Lance thank well, you thanks, so much Lance. for checking in uh, what I uh I think is is going to amount to education, and I think when people who do not really know what it's all about and what is curtailed and what goes on actually in an abortion see what it really is. But fifty four percent you keep harping on that, but fifty four percent of the abortions today are done by a pill. I know, and that's the worst way to do it. All right, we got you, Lance. Thank you so much for calling in. Two yeah, you bet. Yep, thank you. 1-800-795-9565. Jot it down. You're going to need it. You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury, WKOK News Time, 9 a.m. CBS News, then local headlines coming up next. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly Present across and accounted for, sir. Made fabulous. You re- are correct, sir. Remarks he did <laughs> at the ribbon cutting of the CSVT northern section and uh, bridge. The bridge will be open on or about this weekend. So in PennDOT speak, that's either by this weekend or early next week. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'll keep you posted. About Got that. a few polishing, finishing touches to put right. on it. Okay. Well, good. Well, right. we'll let them. They have a punch list, right? Is that what they call it when yep. they have other few more things to do? Just a couple of things to do at the end of the safety, and then they'll open her up. All right. Well, somebody had a punch list trying to get out of Geisinger the other day, so we have her in the news, but we'll talk about some other topics. We have open phones right now, 1 800 795 9565. And while we're waiting for Joe's uh, F 150 Lightning to come on board, I want to talk <laughs> about the Ford Expedition. That's our Expedition, Rather, that is a big SUV for Joe to tool around in. Now, uh, you this is right in your price range. Fifty thousand to eighty thousand dollars is the range you'll actually experience. You used to be able to buy a house for that price. <laughs> you can buy quite a few of them <laughs> around here still. Uh, for, yeah, for eighty thousand, I've seen houses as low as two thousand. Now they're kind of fixer upper, yeah, and they're down so. in the coal region. But uh, hey, it could be yours. Anyway, uh, eight, eighteen miles of the gallon is the average mileage, which means on the highway you're getting twenty-five, and the way Joe drives, you're getting about 10, but it's a great, uh, this is a luxury SUV, modern convenience, all the safety features, uh, main engine is a 3.5 liter V6, but Joe wants the V8, so that'll down his mileage a little bit, but his acceleration will go up. It's got, Joe loves this, the big 12-inch display so he can watch a movie while he's supposed to be driving down yeah. the highway. This is the same display from the Mustang Mach-E, I, I think, anyway. It looks the same, but it looks like you got a laptop on its side, right beside you while you're trying to drive. But it's a fantastic opportunity. All your data's right there. 99% of it is all voice activated. And that's the Ford Exposition, Expedition uh, Luxury SUV. This is the larger one. Tomorrow we'll talk about the Ford Explorer, which is the smaller one and a much smaller price tag. But Joe, you love luxury and size and acceleration and V8 and low mileage, so the Expedition is the vehicle for you. You can get 20 Five miles a gallon on the highway with it, but you won't. No, I won't. SunburyMotors.com. All right, so that's one of the vehicles. So we invite Joe to uh, test drive that particular vehicle. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at SunburyMotors.com. Toll free line now open 1 800 795 You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. So far, we have talked about uh, some people relinquishing their citizenship, changing the name of slave. Slavery to, what were they, involuntarily relocated individuals. That goes right along with uh, normal political discourse for the riot on January 6th. And uh, let's see, so we talked about abortion a little bit. So, And I mentioned some of the many things going on. And the uh, shooting in Highland Park was on Stan's mind earlier. So open phones right now, 1-800-795-9565. Volunteer firefighters stopped a house fire in Coltmont early Monday before it spread. 
The house was heavily damaged, though. The entire front of the house was engulfed as they arrived. Northumberland County 911 says that fire was around 12.30 a.m. yesterday. Unoccupied home, no injuries. Ferris Wheel Food Edutainment, Edison's Dynamo on display. Yeah, this is the first time I saw that, Joe. you got to check this out. It's the big electric motor that Edison used at the Line Street location to generate power. Uh, and uh, he is, uh, the display is there tonight. Edison's going to be talked about, 6 p.m. at the Masonic Building. Sunbury Semi-Quincentennial, the reason. If you don't want to try to park close there and you want to be dropped off very close, shuttle bus. We'll be going from the high school parking lot to Fourth and Market. They'll let you off there. And that Susquehanna Valley Limo is providing the shuttle service so you don't have to try to drive all around looking for parking. Go down to high school park. And there'll be shuttle service Tuesday and Wednesday. Tonight, John Moore has his Thomas Edison's work in Sunbury presentation at 6 p.m. tomorrow. It's Mike Malasevich and the Sanborn Maps, the evolution of uh, Sunbury over the years. 6 p.m. tomorrow, both of those events and a lot of other activities, Sunbury 250. The trend is upward again, slightly COVID-19 cases rising in Pennsylvania. State Department of Health update shows about 19 new, thou- uh, new cases, 19,000 new cases in the past week. That's an average of 2,700 daily, so that's up slightly from the week before, and uh, no new deaths reported in our area. Bucknell University reporting the nation appears to be unified on the need for a law that would require child support payments beginning at conception, according to a new Bucknell Institute for Public Policy survey. The Bucknell poll found that child support payments beginning at conceptions were favored by nearly half of all respondents, 47 percent, including Democrats at 53% and Republicans at 47% and Independents at 40% as well as people who describe themselves as pro-life 46% and pro-choice 49%. The poll conducted by YouGov America surveyed 1,500 people. Professor Chris Ellis, a political science professor and co-director of the Bucknell Institute said the issue of supporting pregnant women is an exception. If a fetus is going to be defined as a person, Americans of all political stripes agree that child support laws should change to match, unquote. So that's why this is injected in that conversation. And then we have two callers on the line oh, okay. this morning. So you're saying don't read my conversation. You have a kicker? Yep. No, you said brief news headlines. All I don't right. know how brief you're going to be. <laughs> Dan, you're on the air. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, you know, I have to say, last night, New Berlin here, we had awesome fireworks. I'd say it's the most awesome we ever had here in town. I was down on the New Berlin Bridge here, and I just sat there thinking, my good, I call it fortune. I know it's in the providence of God that I was born in a country like this where we enjoy all this freedom that we still have hanging, trying to hang on to it. And I just was overcome with the joy of the Lord there. Just so happy to be born in a free country as as we have today. And I don't see how anybody could find fault in being born here and living here. Oh, Dan, you're ignoring the fact that some people don't agree with you and that those people find the conditions you find so wonderful intolerable. Uh, I don't understand. I, I don't understand that at all, Joy. If they would live under communism, 
I think they'd be in six months they would be kissing the ground of America if they were able to be shipped back. I really think that because they have no idea that what we have here in spite of our division you know what we have here nobody in the world probably in history has ever enjoyed what we enjoy as a representative republic where where you we all have a say everything is done fairly we all have a say in our government. Everything's done fairly, including the 2020 election and that? If that was done fairly, yep, we, we, have, we can appreciate it, but a lot of us question that it wasn't done fairly. You know. Well, the reason I ask that is because it points out the the difference here between the way you feel and the way other people feel. I, I mean, I agree with you. I think that we're blessed to be in this country. I thank God every day that I was born. Yeah, we're Amen. perfect except for radar, right, Joe? <laughs> right. If municipal police had radar, the country would be perfect. Right. That's my opinion, Mark. <laughs> Come on. Get serious. But, you know, look at it this way, Dan. We, we have divisions in this country. And what's bothering me is that people can't look back and say, okay, my way didn't win on this particular issue. Now, what can I do to get my way to win? You know, all right, well, I need to elect people who agree with me. I need to I need to lobby those people who don't agree with me to try and convince them differently. But what I don't do is start throwing Molotov cocktails and, you know, insulting people and um, making it personal and camping out in front of the homes of people in the Supreme Court. I mean, there's constructive ways to get... Or hanging Mike Pence. Or hanging Mike Pence, right. <laughs> I agree with you. You know, there, there are constructive ways to make your opinion known in this country. and But if you can't win, sooner or later, you've got two choices. You either try to overthrow the government or you accept the fact that in a constitutional republic, sometimes you're going to lose. Right. We. I don't care if I lo- if we lost fairly. I'm, I'm okay with that. But when, when you know your president that you voted for was cheated out of it, then... Then you know that may, it makes all of us very upset with the system, it, and that's that's the problem, Joe. But the system but, worked. In other words, we have a a process. We went through the process, adjudication, r- rightly or wrongly, <laughs> and it came out that Joe Biden was elected president of the United States. What? Okay, all right, yeah, we got to move yeah, on, Dan. That's next, that's a good. That's questionable. Very <laughs> highly yeah, whether he was up. elected. All right, we got to go. The, that's the problem. But before I go, I'd like to say that our forefathers were geniuses. They knew that the word of God would make America great, and that's where we're losing it. And that's the division. If we go back to the Word of God, the Holy Bible, that all them guys revered to a, a degree or another. I know they weren't all in the same line. They weren't all born-again Christians or anything like that. But if we honor the Word of God, we come back to that, we could be honored again as a nation well-respected okay. all over the world. Perhaps you should read some Jefferson, Adams, and Monroe. <laughs> 
They were they they honored the scripture. No, they felt that the separation of church and state was imperative if this republic that, was going that, to survive. That's and a also, Omer, Joe. all that's of them a said, Andy the Brown for right. so long." All of them, they're direct quotes, go. Dan. Direct quotes you, saying Dan. that they Thank believed you, that this Thank country you. was not founded on Christian principles. Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much. Sorry, we're way over time here. Dick, you're on the mark. Thanks for your patience. Go right ahead. I'm a patient guy. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> well, on top of that, uh, Jefferson wrote his own Bible. Yes, he did. <laughs> I'm not sure that Dan knows that. I'm not sure what people know, and that's why I'm calling you. Yesterday I read where two out of three uh, citizens, mostly younger people, do not understand why we even celebrate the 4th of July. And I and I got to thinking about that last night a lot. When I grew up, and I'm, I'm Joe's age, we, we looked everything up in a dictionary, an encyclopedia, a book. And as I said, used to tell people, if you looked a word up in a dictionary, you not only saw that word, but all the words that surrounded it. These kids of today live on a phone. And I, to me, it's going to be the downfall of, of, of learning because you don't really learn much on a, on a phone except what you're looking at. And I just, I just don't understand education if, the, if that's what they re- rely on kids to do. Uh, I just, it just bothers me a lot. I mean, I used to read, I used to read almanacs, not every word, but and I remember, try to remember a lot of what I was reading about history. Doesn't matter what the subject was, medicine. It didn't matter. Space. I tried to look around and, and study it, but when the kids don't understand the Fourth of July, the, the meaning and what Declaration of Independence, they don't understand any of this today. And it's, I just think. Well, but that, that's one way to look at it. And here, and this this uh, this sort of speaks to what you're talking about. This is from CBS News overnight. They said uh, a new study shows one in three Americans can't spell independence. Don't worry about the fact that they have no idea what the holiday's for. Many of them cannot spell it. A new study shows that one in three Americans don't know how to spell independence. The most common misspelling is independence with an A in it somewhere. Google searches for how to spell independence went up more than 89 percent after the holiday weekend, according to Google. Next year, skip it. They say, just say, happy 4th of July. So that's one thing. But I think something else is happening, Dick, and maybe you don't see it as much, but I know that it's quite real. Hundreds of people now, well, millions of people, whenever anything happens in front of them or they hear a word they don't know or they hear a reference to something they don't know, they go to their phones and look it up. Now, I know you said kids used to look things up in encyclopedias. I used to just leaf through the encyclopedia like it was a, a magazine. But this is a case where, for example, and this drives my lovely bride crazy, and I know there's a lot of other people, and I know Joe does this too, if I'm watching a movie or watching a TV show and they make a reference, reference to, uh, yesterday there was a reference to Pitbull 305, and it, it's the name of a song, well I guess it was something that happened and he wrote a song about it. I had no idea what it, 305, so right away while he's singing at this Independence Day function on CNN I, or I was in California I'm looking up Pitbull 305, so people do that all the time. I do this when we're watching you know, fiction shows or news shows. When I hear something I don't know I look it up right away, and so that that's why I'm so ridiculously knowledgeable now. That was a laughter. I, I know. I, I do the same <laughs> thing. Yes, thank you. <laughs> tell, the, tell me or anybody why 
two out of three kids today don't know why we're celebrating the declaration. It's because they don't remember stuff if they just look at it one time on their phone. I'm just telling you. Gotcha. Okay. That if you look well, something up be... and how to leaf through and find it in alphabetic order, go through the dictionary, go through an encyclopedia, go through an almanac and look something up, you, I just think that you had a better chance of remembering it down the road than you do to look something up on your phone and then move on to the next subject. I just, gotcha. I'm just telling you there's a reason. And maybe it doesn't bother anybody but me. No, I I, keep, I, look, I, if I'm if I'm around a lot of stupid people because they don't want to look something up or they only know a little bit of stuff, I guess maybe maybe I lived in a better time growing growing up where you had to look stuff up manually. I, 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 used to I, manually I, I agree with you. I agree with I, you. Yeah, I have a cell phone. I am I live on my iPad, so you aren't telling me anything about that. <laughs> I literally live on it. But you know what? I've got reference books surrounding me here. Mm-hmm. Reference books. Still. All the way back. In fact, I have a history book here, a, a reference book, so to speak, from 1916. Basically, almost everything in that book, everybody that was alive then has, has passed away since that history was written. Right. My, I guess my point being is maybe I'm the only one that bothers me. Maybe educators don't even mind, care about it as much as I seem to. But you know what? I'm 78 years old, so in a few years, what the hell's the difference, I guess? <laughs> Dick, I agree with you. I like to look stuff up, too. I, I remember my greatest thrill was my parents bought me an encyclopedia when I was a kid. One encyclopedia. <laughs> Not one all encyclopedia. of them. No, it was <laughs> just one of them. It B. wasn't the whole book. It wasn't the Britannic. It was a single big volume. Oh, the big vo- Like a dictionary right. encyclopedia. Yeah. You know, but you're right. I mean, well, I think you if you actually have to go to the trouble of making a, a conscious decision to look something up and read it on the printed page, I think it sticks with you longer than stuff you read on your phone. Oh, I'm pretty sure it does. I'm going to let you go out. I hardly ever miss church. And when the minister or, or the layperson steps up there and reads the scriptures from the Bible, they don't read it off the phone. They might have a phone there, but they're not reading it. They're reading off a paper, a print, or out of the Bible. You're right. I guess that's my point. Thanks a lot. They're not setting up there at a phone. Look at them. Everybody take your phone out and go to whatever, you know. So that guess, that kind of makes my point to a point. Okay. Thanks right. a lot. Thank you Appreciate so much. It. 305 Incorporated is an American record label based in Miami, Florida, that was founded by Pitbull. It stands for the area code of Miami. You know, going back to this argument, I, I won't say argument, discussion I was having with Dan, you can't ignore the fact that the Founding Fathers, you know, while they may have practiced Christianity or believed in it, they all were very pretty much... Uh, emphatic about its impact Mm-mm. on the country. No, all the founding fathers were Christians. Thomas Jefferson said Christianity neither is nor ever was a part of the common law. Christianity is the most per- uh, perverted system that ever shone on man. Religions are all alike based upon fables and mythologies. John Adams said the government of the United States of America is not in any sense founded on the Christian religion. The United States is not a Christian nation any more than it is a Jewish or a Mohammedan nation. And James Madison said religion and government, and you'll like this one, uh, will both exist in greater purity the less they are mixed together. He said, the purpose of separation of church and state is to keep forever from these shores the ceaseless strife that has soaked the soil of Europe with blood for centuries. Mm. Well, and Christian nationalists is a new movement. Doug Mastriano says he's not part of it, but says uh, scripture and Christian beliefs are the basis and underpinning of almost all of his uh, active political beliefs. So uh, this mixing is becoming greater. But there's no doubt that if you look at our Constitution, it does definitely was founded on Christian principles, even though the Founding Fathers, that was not their intention. They intended them to be things that existed just for the common good outside the realm of religion. 
1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We are going to take a quickie break. And um, all right, yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> Had to think about that? Yes. <laughs> There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. That takes care of two breaks all in one fell swoop. So sorry, Cindy, you had to wait through that duration. But uh, the important thing now is you're on the air. So good morning. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. First, I got to say that commercial about that company that'll get you out of your tax responsibilities irks me every time I hear it. <laughs> if you have the money to pay them to get you out of your tax responsibilities, use it to pay your tax responsibilities. <laughs> That's what you should. Yep. Good point. And why I want to hear that they can get you out of it, and then I'm still expected to pay it, it's beyond me. And, of course, this has to air while all the local taxes just came out. Well, you can always yeah. choose, Cindy, to ignore it and get your own into your own trouble and then call them and get resolved. No, I think you have a ethical responsibility to pay your taxes. And well, if you oppose them, you have a, a right in this country to do what you can to change that. But until and unless you do, you have to pay them. But yep. morals are relative. Like it, you can get on the plane with Michael Moore and move to France. <laughs> morals are relative, as we have learned. Apparently. Very apparently. <laughs> well, <clears throat> two things. Number one, you know, the First Amendment to the Constitution is, uh, allows for the freedom of religion. Why did they put that in there? Well, because before this was written, a hundred years before they wrote that document, people fled Europe to this continent. And why did they do that? Well, for several reasons. But in this case, the most significant one is for religious freedom, because they were being persecuted for their religious beliefs in England and other countries. How ironic that 246 years later, we're allowing a group of religious zealots to once again impose their religious beliefs on us. And how far will this go? You know, next they're going to be doing female genital mutilation because that's what the people from Somalia believe in. It's just become ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Secondly, keep in mind that every year in this country, the CDC reports about 100,000 women suffer an ectopic pregnancy. Now all you abortion people are, I'm sure, fully informed about this. It's a pregnancy in the fallopian tube. There is no way that child will survive. But it can and does kill the mother when it grows to the point that it ruptures her fallopian tube and she bleeds to death. But hey, let's not allow anyone to terminate a pregnancy because 
you know, this is the right of that fetus, no matter where it's implanted, to grow up as far as it can and kill the host. Well, think, That's what we should back. I think Doug Mastriano says that if it endangers the life of the mother, then you can uh, have the abortion conversation. I mean, he says no exceptions for a normal pregnancy. But other people. And how does he define a normal pregnancy? Well, he's got a lot of experience having babies and being pregnant. I'm sure he so does. Th- this he's is a medical his, expert. This he's is well knowledge. informed on all the. Yes, he's a doctor too. He's a doctor sure. and a mother. It's, a, it's amazing how you know. <laughs> it <laughs> is yet, that. It is that. There is actually a doctor running for a political office here in Pennsylvania, for which he's excoriated about being a doctor, Joe. So I'm just, you know, apparently when people do actually expertise to the table, even that is looked upon with skepticism. Cindy, who am I excoriating? Joe's a big doctor. I support Dr. Oz. Not based on any issues, just a boy boy crush. Oh, then I apologize. I thought you didn't care for Dr. Oz. No, I like Dr. Oz a great deal. I think he's a quack. Oh, it's Mark. Mark. <laughs> I apologize. There Get your go. excoriator correct, Cindy. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. You know, I, I understand that they, people have a lot of passions. I do, too, frankly. And I live my life based on those passions. But I don't make Joe do it. I don't make Mark do it. I don't make the callers that call into this show with their passions live the life I live. I am free in this country to make the choices that I make. I can recycle, I can grow my own food, you know, I can treat my neighbors decently, I can mind my own blessed business. But apparently, other people feel that their peace, their happiness in the pursuit of happiness lies not in controlling their own lives, leading a good, decent life, but instead seeking every mechanism in which to control everybody else's. Well, I take exception to that. Not just in terms of uh, the abortion issue, but across everything. If you look back at what I've said, you know, time and time again, I have opposed the government, people using the government to force their religious or philosophical beliefs on me. Well, and and unless you can prove for a fact that what I do directly, adversely impacts you, you have no business using the government to do that. But, Cindy, you're a medical professional. Let's say a woman comes into the hospital and she's, she's in danger of losing her child. Are you going to say, hey, do you want us to just let it go, or are you going to try and save it? Well, save that depends it. on how far along in the pregnancy she is. And you know whose choice it is, Joe? This is going to be shocking to you, I'm sure. It's her choice. So you would actually say to a woman, well, we, maybe we could save your baby, but we're not going to do it because you don't want to do it? I didn't say that. But that's, uh, that's the choice that I think you'd be faced is, with. I will honor her choice because she's the person who's going to suffer the consequences of it. I would honor her choice. So if she, if she decided that she wanted to continue with that ectopic pregnancy come wow. hell or high no, water, I, wasn't talking about, I would honor that choice, although I, I recognize the fact that it will likely be a death sentence. I wasn't talking about an atopic pregnancy. I was just talking about complications that arise in a general pregnancy, a regular pregnancy. And if a mother comes in and you, would you say to her, we can save your child knowing that you can do it, or would you say, would you like us to just let it go? Right, I don't think you'd on. do that. You would try and save it because that's the no, kind of... No, I cap- wouldn't, Joe. I would honor the person, the woman who's standing in front of me. All right, we and have I to. think that you need to be more versed. I urge you to spend a little time looking at the complications of pregnancy, like eclampsia, like people who are, um, have diabetes onset during pregnancy. There are a lot of very serious life-threatening 
problems that come on in pregnancy that provo- provoke all of these kinds of hard decisions. But I remain strongly believing that it's the patient's decision, not mine. Fair enough. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, who who was one of one of our good comments was if if men understood the first thing about pregnancy, this would have been resolved a long time well, ago. Cindy's right. I mean, there are there are medical conditions that come up that make it that threaten the life of the mother. Mm-hmm. I still believe there should be a carve out for that for rape and for incest. You know, and for any other legitimate purpose, but not just for birth control and not just for sex just selection. Just because a woman so chooses, well, that's wrong. Well, she made a choice to begin with, didn't she? Oh, here we go. Uh, Joseph, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Oh, we're not doing any proselytization today. We're talking about religion as it impacts uh, government and the founding fathers, their faiths. And not what it says in the Bible. We're talking uh, about well, the issue. Okay, you're de- yeah, excuse me. Your definition of proselytization proselytization is me telling you that I want you or your audience to become Christians or Messianics or like you're doing right now. <laughs> is that your definition of it? That's close enough. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah right. No, I'm not going to do that. I just wanted to comment on the not Cindy, but the previous call you were talking about the founding fathers and about being Christians. Uh, of George Washington, these men claim to be Christians. Am I correct? Now, I don't think Thomas Jefferson and some of them didn't. They were a lot more deists than other things. But here's my point. Out of the 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence, 50 were Masons. In that uh, organization, you, uh, you, you, you have to believe in a God, whether he be Buddha or Muhammad or, or whatever, or Jesus or... Yahweh or whatever, you have to believe in a God according to that, the, the, their bylaws and so forth. But what my, my problem is with the founders is that uh, they weren't really adherers to the scriptures, rather they adhered to the doctrines of uh, Freemasonry. Uh, when, when, when they addressed the master of the lodge, they addressed him as old worshipful master. Now, according to the Bible, and this isn't proselytizing, uh, there's one master, and that's the Savior. So if anybody that calls anyone out the master is involving in something, involved in something totally contrary to the teachings of the Savior and of the Scriptures, although they call themselves Christians, they are not true believers. They couldn't be and uh, perpetuate those things that they do in Freemasonry. All right. We got you. All right. Anything so else? That's my comment. Today. All right. Well Thanks. said. Thank you so much. Thanks for checking in. One of our listeners says, The First Amendment says the U.S. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. I see nothing about that. And then that stops. So 150 characters folks should go after. But no, uh, well, you, That's the beauty of that sentence. And, and stop and think about what it means. Well, I exactly. see nothing about uh, no, I shall make no sentence. law respecting an establishment of religion. That's one part of it. There should be a comma there, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. They're saying, first of all, we're not going to establish a state religion. Mm-hmm. That's off the books. We're That's not the first thing. It's the, second be thing the second thing we're saying is, but whatever religion you choose to practice, we're not going to stop you from doing it. Those are the two things it's saying. You can't read them as one big sentence. They are two separate thoughts and two separate actions required but from those But the goal thoughts. of a Christian nationalist is to make sure that everybody adheres to the 
their moral code, and they'll create laws and, and guidelines and regulations but that keep everybody on the says same. But the Constitution not going to do. Now listen, I'm a strict constitutionalist. I believe the Constitution. I believe they meant what they wrote. And mm-hmm. if I were interpreting that as a Supreme Court justice, that's the way I would interpret it. We're not going to have a state religion. Okay, so does a coach praying on a football field constitute the establishment of a state religion? No, it's an individual. So what's act. wrong with this ultra right wing? A state, court? a state, a state thing. Well, let's say they that you made a big deal a few years ago about the year of the Bible, reading the year of the. Uh, well, that the year was Congressman Keller's. Okay, idea. well, you know that I I think is close to the establishment of a religion, where we're saying we're going to the Bible is largely I think a Christian and Judeo. Right, document. we're going to endorse that religion, and we will not endorse. Well, others. it's actually endorsing too Christianity and Judaism. If you if you take the Bible, well, he it? didn't mean Judaism because when I asked him if he would support the year of the uh, you didn't ask Torah. Him support, you, know, you asked him about the year yes, of the Torah? Yes, he said okay. no, he would not vote for that. Okay. Nor the year of the Quran. He wouldn't vote for well, that, the just the, the year the of the Torah Bible. The Torah is usually, I think, considered as part of the Bible, is it not? <laughs> yes. the Old well, if you look, if you read it right. <laughs> okay, but I mean, the, the, basic, the basic premise is that we're not going to create a state religion. We're not going to have a, entertain a bill that says, as of tomorrow, Methodism and meatloaf is our key religion in this country. We're not going to do that. But on the other hand, if a Methodist wants to pray in a public place, that is his or her right. I think the Methodists and the Lutherans should get together. Then you have the perfect meatloaf and the perfect macaroni and cheese casserole. Well, invite a Catholic and you'll get some lasagna thrown Oh, out. my gosh, this is going to be great, <laughs> plus salad. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We will take our last break of the morning. So now's your opportunity to decide what you want to tell Joe and I. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You could email us at onthemarket.kok.com. Uh, is it, should it be legal to be a Christian nationalist? Doug Mastriano says he is not one of them anyway. He He's... What was it, Mark Twain, who said I wouldn't be part of any organization that would have me? No, that was Groucho Marx. Oh, he said okay. I wouldn't belong to any group that would have me as a <laughs> well, member. Even more appropriate. <laughs> All right. 1-800-795-9565. Call us now. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, yeah, we had a fabulous weekend weather-wise. Just can't ask for anything nicer than over the weekend. Pine Nutters got underway yesterday, and the church service was Sunday night in Northumberland. Sunbury celebrations this coming weekend, but uh, Quincentennial and Sunbury this week. So, yeah, this is a great country. Celebrate the fact that we're, we have the freedom to enjoy these uh, kinds of things. Uh, CBS put out a uh, poll about uh, each year about being an American. It says, are you proud to be an American? 
is Lee Greenwood's anthem, your favorite song of all time. After a weekend full of patriotism, a new poll shows that only 39% of us are extremely proud to be an American. That's a record low since polling started in 2001. In contrast, 27% are very proud, while only 4% are not proud at all to be an American. Include uh, that group Pink and Michael Moore. Well, I think they're proud to be in Americans. They just don't like what America's doing, what you know, what this court is doing, or maybe what their president is doing. Then they at don't any understand. Given time. They don't understand a constitutional republic. They're well, not always going to win. No one's guaranteeing you that your side's going to win every time. And so you accept the fact that whether I like it or not, that's the decision of a constitutional republic, and I know how to change it legally, and that's what I'm going to do if I can. And I have a lot of cockamamie beliefs, but I think the more divided we are, the more united we are, the more we argue, the better we are, the more I we do, learn. I agree with you completely. I think that's the strength of this country, except when people take it to the extreme. And next week, we'll talk to Jeff McCausland, the CBS News military analyst, of course, a Dickinson educator, of course, retired uh, U.S. Army colonel. And he is going to talk about the fact that, the, well, his main point will be to talk about the groundbreaking for a desert storm and a Gulf War memorial in Washington, D.C. But one of his main points is that the unity of the yellow ribbons and people putting out flags during the Gulf War, we need to get back to that. We can have our own opinions, but we need to supersede this with our um, patriotic unity that he does that to use his phrase 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone we talked about religion in government from this nation's founding most folks can't even spell independence let alone properly enjoy it in my opinion 1-800-795-9565 you can email us at on the mark at text us at 70236 uh, Dan waiting for another another minute. Go right ahead, hey, sir. Good morning. You know, our forefathers got it right. We have freedom of religion, and no person is free from religion. We all have a religion in this country, every one of us. So they had it right. They didn't establish the Christian religion, although they realized it was the highest you could go. And it's not even a religion, it's a faith in a person. But as Joseph said, probably not near all of them were what you would call born again. But what they did have was a certain respect for Scripture. They knew it was the ultimate authority that you could go by. They all understood that. And none of them were evolutionists, by the way. They were all creationists. Uh, that's your minute, but I think you missed Joseph's point. He was talking about they were all members of the uh, yeah, Masons and that they that. weren't yeah, Christians. Yeah, they were. A lot of them were Masons, correct. All right. Okay, thanks, yep. Dan. Yeah, right, thanks for calling. Okay. And Upper right-hand then, uh, one of our writers says, Cindy threw invectives toward religious zealots. As a Catholic, I do, not, I do not feel I am a zealot. Catholics are trained from an early age what theological truths must guide us morally in life. It is not a choice to pick and choose what one wants to accept. Abortion is the sin that cries to heaven for vengeance. This is the actual statement in the Catechism. The subject of atopic pregnancies are allowed as it is a medical fact that the end result is death of both the mother 
mother and the fetus. I cannot believe anyone would interpret it to insist that a woman carry the fetus anyway. Totally not true. Saying that religious zealots are forcing their views on others, then Cindy is attempting to force her views on others all as well. She's not forcing to, uh, anyone to do anything. She's just speaking why she feels about these choices and one of the opinions and facts that back her up. But she doesn't care if you feel that way. She's just trying to tell you how she feels. That's the way mo- most people are doing on this sh- show, is just talk about their important feelings and how they get to them. They don't necessarily want to impose them on each other. Well, it seems others. to me that that if we're ever going to solve the issue of abortion, Roe versus Wade, <laughs> or whatever it. you want to call it, yeah, I don't think we're. It would solve seem it to either. be that we have to put a floor down. We have to say, all right, abortions are absolutely permitted under these two or three conditions, and then after that, you, you know, mean like up to state X, by you state, mean medical conditions or up to X weeks. You know, conditions. 20, Medi- I'm talking about primarily rapes, incest, life of the mother. Mm-hmm. Let's say that's the floor. That We absolutely agree, like it or not, that we can accept those three things. Now, if we can accept those, then afterwards, whatever else happens is up to the state. And what are the three? Well, in my opinion, it would be a um, you know rape, rape incest, and the the health of the mother. Well, then I I'll don't be the devil's woman, advocate. Why, then why would you create two? If a woman is raped, why would you create two victims? She's already been victimized. She should be made to enjoy the pregnancy and have the baby. Why should the baby die? Wasn't her fault. She didn't choose well, to do it. Doesn't matter. No, I think it does matter. Your intent, in other words, if you choose to have sex with a woman, as a man, you know what the possible consequence is if you don't take protection or mm-hmm. don't inquire as to whether she did. So, if if you're willing to participate in that, you have to be willing to accept the consequences. How many times in life can yeah, you but do this something? Is rape we're talking. About. How many times in life can you do something and then get a complete makeover? Very few times. Do you ever t- get the chance to say, "Oh, hey, that was a mistake." So I won't do that. When I'm recording the six o'clock news, <laughs> I started about a quarter of. So if I make a mistake, I can start over. Well, I think it's important that we accept the fact that you know there are. We, we always say elections have consequences. So do actions. You know, if I take a specific action and I know what the likely result is, if you tell me that the person didn't realize that pregnancy was a possible result of having sex, then I would say, oh, all right, maybe we should carve something out for that. And elections have consequences. Now, look where we are. We hear that phrase a lot because folks say, well, this is what put Joe Biden in. But elections, Democrats should also do further reflection on the fact that elections have consequences. That's how President Trump got elected. One of the analysis of the post-2016 election was that Democrats didn't come out in droves because they thought Hillary was a shoe-in, and that so they didn't vote. Well, guess what? Laziness on their part has consequences, and well, this sure is it. Is. Overturning Roe v. Wade, plus the other things that Clarence Thompson wants to see come his way. Thomas, not Thompson. Oh, thank you. All right. <laughs> thank God. I'm, I'm, I'm getting all fired up here. Okay. Well, what was the last thing you said? Because I wanted to say something about it before you oh, said Clarence that, Thomas. that I think elections have consequences, the 2016 consequence that President Trump got elected, and one of the main, okay. one, that, one of the main things he me. said he was going to do is get all the liberals off the court. Okay, suppose uh, suppose Joe ba- suppose Barack Obama could have had a third term mm-hmm. and he had had those three choices. Do you think he would have appointed the same three conservative judges or would he have picked liberal judges who agree with his philosophy? That's what I'm saying. You know, my I had this argument with my son. He's, he's in favor of expanding the court, perhaps. But he, he <laughs> 
<laughs> but, you know, that's a game two people can play. So the next time we have it, well, all right, well how about 15 <laughs> judges? How about 29? Well, there, was a co- there was a cartoon over the I think it was New York Times says, the 96 justices of the U.S. Supreme Court have decided once again that Roe v. Wade can <laughs> stand. Insane. And it was like 2029 was sure. the year. And that, that's what gets me about this argument, you know, the fact that there are there are consequences. Barack Obama would not have appointed conservative judges. He would have appointed liberal judges. And so what would they have done? Well, they would have upheld Roe versus Wade. And the people on the right would be saying, oh, it's terrible. This is an illegitimate court. I don't think they'd say pack it because I've never heard that argument coming from the, the Republican or conservative side. I only hear that one coming from the liberal side. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it would change. Who was the first president to discuss the potentiality of packing the court but then decided not Frank- Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and he decided not to because he got into a lot of trouble with it. Okay, see how that wouldn't have worked out. So there was an historical precedent. But he did it because of the same thing. They overturned some of his New Deal legislation, uh, notably the National Recovery Act, I think is what they they, uh, overturned, and he was infuriated by that. But here's what happened. He found a way around it. He did other things. Well, soon you know, we'll have a Republican Senate. McConnell says it doesn't matter who Biden appro- uh, appoints anytime, they're not going to act on it. So it won't go anywhere anyway. Now he that could is appoint 20- so wrong, that isn't even funny. I mean, that shows the Republicans have a basic lack of understanding of a well, constitutional republic as well. Yeah, but the stakes are so high, they have to take drastic actions. Uh, the Constitution have- says the Senate shall advise and consent. <laughs> if it we doesn't feel say like they it. shall block and obstruct. If we feel like it, <laughs> I think it says. All right, then one of our right says, I get a kick out of these polls on how people think things should be. Who are they referring to who had a vote in this? No one ever conducted a poll that I could participate in. I'm a citizen, too. We are apparently not getting the phone calls I get at night. Some disembodied voice says, hello, this is Marianne. I'm <laughs> conducting a national opinion research poll. All right. I bet and they are. I'm sure they uh, want we money. We did not read this when we were talking about Planned All Parenthood. Right. An organization founded by the racist continues to destroy the no, black race. Stop. Start at the bottom. Oh, uh, you guys missed Lance's point. Planned Parenthood was founded by a racist, Margaret Sanger, with the goal to get rid of, in her opinion, the inferior race. An organization founded by a racist continues to destroy the black race. All right, Cindy, you're on the mark. I think you're missing two important groups who are culpable in this whole abortion quandary we are now. One, the Democrat Party, because they had 50 years in which to codify this into law, and they didn't. And I ask myself, why didn't they? Well, because they like to use it as a wedge issue to pit Americans against each other. That's why I think they didn't get it. They had plenty of time, and they had the majority under Obama that could have done it then. Secondly, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who failed to step down. She's not a stupid woman. She, I mean, she was smart enough to get on the Supreme Court. She wrote important decisions. She had to know the consequence of her choice, and yet she remained on the court when she could have stepped down under Obama and, and handed an opportunity for a liberal to be put in her place on the court. She played her cards, and she lost. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, her loss is the loss for millions and millions of women in this country. Thank you, Jeff. 
Well, right, she also you. questioned the original opinion of Roe versus Wade. She thought it was faulty reasoning. Well, and the Democrats didn't vote in droves for Hillary Clinton. So this is, you know, this is the same thing. And oh. what do we used to say when I was a kid? That's the way the cookie crumbles. All right. Uh, lower right-hand corner. Those are new. All right. The pregnancy Cindy talks about is an abnormal pregnancy, and removal of the fetus is medically necessary, unlike the majority of abortions done for... Probably voluntarily. Voluntary reason. Yeah. Then I see nothing about separation of state and church in the First Amendment. Joe, there is a semicolon between the two statements. No, not in the not in the text I saw, but there should have been a semicolon Apparently. between there. All right. Thank you, everybody. <clears throat> Thank you, everybody, for listening and participating. We'll probably have a CBS guest on tomorrow morning. We're going to shoot for one of the two-way conversations we can have from time to time. And next week, Jeff McCausland on Tuesday. We're going to get Northumberland County Commissioners up here in the weeks ahead as well. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury WKOK News Time. It is now 10 a.m.